Welcome to the Real Spit Podcast. I'm your host, Trayvon Bear. First and foremost, we want to shout out our sponsors and supporters. Up first, as always, Officer Kenny LaPointe in the Winnebago Tribal Police Department. Kenny the Department would like to remind everybody to have a fun, safe summer and to not drink and drive. Shout out to Raise Energy. Raise Energy offers a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help push your workouts and focus in general to the very next level. Perfect for perfect for anyone at any time raise energy has become the most popular and best rated energy drink on the market to date with a phenomenal flavor profile that puts most competitors to shame each can of raise energy has absolutely zero calories zero sugar and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option visit repsports.com and use our promo code real spit pod to receive 15 percent off your order Uh, These links will be on our page episode description. You can also grab a can of Ray's Energy at any Sioux City Science Nutrition. TB Customs, shoes, gloves, decals, shirts, and more. Find TB Customs on Facebook. Support local businesses. We have a new sponsor, uh, Richie's Bat Rolling. That's Richard's car, Rich Carnes, Blow, Mr. Rose Lee, Mr. Defense himself. All you softballers out there looking to get your bat rolled, want to get that stick a little hotter, a little faster, hit him up. Reach out to him on Facebook. I don't know his prices. I'm not into that bat rolling stuff, but I know some of you guys are. You know, some of you guys need that. Some of you older guys need a little extra step, need a little extra pop. And even some of you younger guys, you know, you got that brand new bat you just bought. You want it to work like that right now? Hit up blow. You roll your bat. Um, if you read the, if you read the episode title, read the title of the episode, then you know this will be the season one finale i've done 15 episodes i was well i should say we've done 15 episodes because kelly was here for a bit um with everything going on right now we got the nfl preseason coming up college football is on the way this month uh softball is kind of winding down and i feel like just kind of taking i know i took a few weeks off already but i'm probably going to take off next week too because we started high school football high school sports started up uh, we're actually going back to school and we got trainings and stuff. So I'm going to be pretty busy. So I'm going to try to get to the podcast. I'll probably go back to the one, one, one episode a week thing. I, I think that works a little better for me. Um, but I think that's all going to come season two and, um, it's going to be good, you know? So for this episode, I'll discuss a few different topics, not so much reporting scores and game reports because I, like I said, kind of fell off. You know, stop kind of reaching out to get reports and the 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 responses I were getting from people were kind of eh. They weren't really nothing worth sharing, honestly. Like there was no at, at the beginning, there was a lot of fire. You know, people were excited for the podcast and whatnot. But but it is what it is. Um, we'll keep it going though as much as I can when I can by myself if I have to. I guess um, I'll discuss a few different topics. Not reporting scores, not not much so game reports, but some good content. So for one last time here in season one, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Thanks for joining me. Those of you that have been day one supporters, day one listeners, thank you. As I mentioned before in some earlier episodes, high school sports will be a top priority for the podcast. 
I reached out to Adam James, who is the head coach for football here in Winnebago with a few questions and without hesitation he sent me some replies so as you know football season started up we're starting practices it's fall we're back we're playing football back in the fall last year we played in the spring because of Dega COVID so it's good to be back playing football in the fall because that's where football belongs so football starting up now so that means volleyball starting up cross country starting up and this year we have uh, girls high school golf last year it was Um, girls and boys golf in the spring but now the girls are playing golf in the fall so we got some we're gonna have some good good topics good report we got gonna have a lot of information to share with you guys back on track though back on the back to the script um as i said i've reached out to head football coach adam james to discuss the upcoming season and uh, we had our good first inaugural inaugural how do you say it? inaugural inaugural that word uh, year in the All Nations Football League making it to the championship game last year we did fall short and finish as the runner ups and we will be ter- we will be returning to that same league I'm looking forward to it personally I like it I know the kids like it it being nine men you know something different. And like we've mentioned, me and Kelly went back and forth arguing about this. It's just nice that the kids get to compete for a championship, for some hardware in football. Because at first we couldn't do it. We're not even going to go down that road again. But the first question that I asked James was, what were your key takeaways from last season? And this is what he had to say. For your first question, I think uh, the biggest two takeaways that we took from this year is uh, number one, line play. Line play on both sides of the ball. We got to get more consistent with uh, communication and and um, our responsibilities each and every play. Not just doing one and taking a couple off. I think on both sides of the ball, that's going to be a huge factor this year. Uh, number two is uh, our our mental game of of. Uh, you know, playing football. We were in some close games with the, you know, eventual champions two times in a row into the late late and third quarter both times. And uh, mentally, we were not prepared to finish out games. So I think uh, those two are the biggest factors that we need to take into this season and uh, make sure that we hone those in and, uh, and get better at those two things. So as James mentions, communication, um, communi- communication is, key in like at anything life um work gotta communicate with your boss gotta communicate with your co-workers what's going on uh your your relationships your you gotta communicate with your partner um just everything Otherwise, if you don't you get fucking cussed out you know <laughs> um but no just communication you know simple things like like james mentioned line linemen just talking I'm, I'm blocking this guy unless that linebacker blitzes you know just simple things like that um our kids, I feel like they want they go into games thinking they're gonna do it, and I know they want to do it, but I think they just get caught up in the the heat of the moment, the heat of the game, and just totally forget about those little things that make a big difference, you know. And that, and then that mental toughness that he spoke about, I was actually on a, another podcast. Somebody interviewed me, and he said, "What's your favorite sports quote?" And I said, um, "It would have to be be where your feet are." And I know that sounds kind of simple, but it, it is honestly. If you if you focus on what what's going on in the moment, you know, not worried about what happened or what hasn't happened yet, then you're locked in. You know, you then you shouldn't be bothered by stuff that shouldn't be bothering you. Basically, 
And that's why I like that quote, be where your feet are. And I think our kids really need to work on that because we we worry about things that that happened two plays ago or the last offensive possession and that sticks with us throughout the whole game or if a team scores on us and we never really bounce back after that first score we hang our heads really early and, and I just think that our kids have always been like that throughout football and I hope it changes because that mental toughness that he talks about is is it's big it's big so um that was the first question the second question that I asked James was, do you see us having another dominant season this year? We had those two losses against TZ. Do you see us having another dominant season this year? When it comes to your next question about uh, having another dominant year, I think that, you know, that really comes down to the the boys and their attitudes at practice and coming every single day. Um, we had a, we had a, you know, short off season here, playing in the spring, now starting in the fall. And um, some boys took advantage of the weight room, some did not. I mean, if we want to be honest, we needed all of them in the weight room if we want to go after another championship. So I think uh, once we start conditioning to practice here in the next week, we need to have 100% participation every every single day and not take days off. You know, championship teams they go out every single day and put 110% in and that's what we need to do if we want to win a championship not just go after one so like he said some kids took advantage of the weight room some did not and that couldn't that's the truth you know as blunt as he put it it's it's the fucking truth um and it bothered me a lot if you actually like listen to the podcast and follow along on I think we went live one time me and Jeff and we made mention of that we mentioned this you know, there's no excuses. These, you know, and these kids just had excuse after excuse. Oh, I don't like the workouts. Okay, so we changed it up. There's a two o'clock session. It's just coming in and it's different from the regular workouts. Oh, I got work. Oh, I had to go shopping. I had to go birthday shop. I got, you know, it's just excuse after excuse. And then it's always come season time well how come this guy's playing more than me how come i'm not getting the ball a lot more well were you at summer workouts and i tell i tell i tell my basketball girls you know if you played one-on-one against the person you were last year are you gonna win or is it gonna be a draw is it did you improve did you come back a better player than you were last year it's not really a topic that i want to dive too much into because like i said I talked about it all summer and it like I said it bothers it bothered me a lot because there wasn't we didn't have that person to open the weight room every day for us in the summer and now that there's somebody doing it for them they're still making excuses so third question actually um was sent in by a fan Kelly (laughs) yeah he asked what are some of the biggest challenges you face going into a new season by losing seniors and gaining new freshmen? You know, when it comes to the question about some big challenges facing this season by losing some seniors, I think uh, one big aspect that we need to get uh, in place is our quarterback position. Actually, you know, Caleb was 
you know, 70, 80% of our offense. The kid came into Winnebago after playing three seasons at Homer and, and jumped right into our offense and did what we wanted to. Kid became coachable, you know, as the season went on, just got better and better. And uh, so we're, we look to fill that position with a couple kids. You know, Zayden Bernie is probably the top runner there. And then uh, I know um, Vargas, we're looking at uh, little Vargas to get in that position as well. So we need to uh, find some freshmen to step up too. I know. Lakeven and Lavelle Smith, our freshmen coming in that we look um, high with uh, high honors, and I know those kids like to work. We just want to get them on the football field and see what they're able to do as being a freshman. You know, since coaching at Winnebago, I think we've always had that one kid that we didn't think we would have, and somebody just stepped up out of nowhere and played filled big positions. Um, so you know, we're looking at that as a freshman or even an incoming kid to uh, fill the gaps that we need with uh, some big positions. I know we got some kids coming back, um, Logan Suarez, Javon Price, um, you know, all of our young kids that started last year. You know, we had some injuries at the end of the year, losing Anthony Earth. Um, I don't think he'll be back. He had a pretty gruesome injury to his shoulder, so that's healing up, and we just wish him to stay healthy. So, you know, looking for that dark horse to come up and step up and fill a position that we didn't think we'd have, and we've had that the last couple of years. So, I sent these questions to James a few days ago, and some things have happened that may have changed his answers. His answers may be different now, knowing what he does. Uh, just for example, like a couple of players that he mentions aren't going out; they aren't coming back. Um, he mentioned Laval and Lakeven. Lakeven's doing cross country Laval's out I'm proud Laval's out because he's one of the hardest working kids that I've ever come across um you know he's not I don't want to say be, sit up here and seem like I'm bashing him he's not the most talented football player but he's a hard he's a hard ass worker you know and you gotta you gotta love that for him um he mentions you know looking for that dark horse to step up and fill a fill a spot that we need filled um we're having one thing that's different from last year. He did, like you said, we're playing in the fall. I mentioned it, we're playing in the fall. That's where football belongs in the fall. Um, and also, there's going to be JV, I believe. So that's going to be good for those underclassmen that you know that we need to step that we need to step up and fill those spots. You know, and it's going to keep them motivated because they actually get to play in positions instead of just being thrown in you know there's a um incident or not an incident there's a moment last year during the championship game we put a freshman in to snap the ball and he had two bad snaps you know and it was costly but you know what can you expect you know that shit happens especially when you just throw them in there and you know me and the other coaches we we talked about that and he's like so we're, we're glad we have jv and we that we get more opportunity to mold these these young guys into the players that we need them to be to compete at the varsity level <laughs> and i gotta mention cassius we we're at practice today and he <laughs> dusty coach welsh goes over to him and he tells him something in the tells him something we're doing scout team they're running offense and you know i do my best to try to get the scout team fired up you know scout team's the heart and soul the heartbeat of the fucking football team <laughs> You know, without them, the other team don't get the the starters don't get better. <laughs> but no, um, Cassius, Dusty goes up to Cassius, tells him something, and then Cassius just stands there, stares at him. Then I could tell he wants to say something, so I walk over. And I was like, What's up? And then he just looks at me. He's like, he acts like I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> and it just made me laugh because if you know Cassius, 
he's he gets he's a mouthy he's he's a character you know but that's that's Cassius you know and my 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 other coaches they're gonna agree with me and the the stuff they're learning now isn't too far different from the stuff that they've been learning I guess I mean it's all the same from Cash has been playing football since third grade and it's all the same stuff you know it's all the same concept same same setup you know I guess the 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 names may be different you know and I guess I'm sitting up here defending Cassius, but nothing new there, right? <laughs> um, but no, that, that made me laugh. So I'm glad we get JV. I'm glad football season's back in the fall. You know, I missed it. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for high school football. Our first game is August 27th here in Winnebago at 2 p.m. versus Cheyenne Eagle Butte. And if you, before you complain, why the fuck is it at 2 o'clock? These guys are driving from South Dakota, so... We don't want to keep them from driving throughout the night, you know, so it's at 2 p.m. You know, that makes sense to you? You understand that? No, I don't care. And I think some of our games, when we drive up there, are the same way. They're at 2 p.m., so we're not on the road all fucking night. Um, I have plans to really get more high school sports content incorporated into the podcast. So, like I said, this is the end of season one, season two, more coaches, interviews, player interviews post and pre-game stuff so look forward to all that in season two i just recorded all that stuff right before this and i just remembered that i wanted to uh freestyle it and mention some stuff um so i originally was gonna sit down and talk with james and we're gonna go make a list of all the um he james has been at winnebago for 18 years now old as fuck i know <laughs> and um I, I wanted him to make a list of like his all-time roster you know for each position have a, a starter and a backup for a football team just to you know just to give you guys something to listen to you know see if you made the list or not and uh, james being james he don't want to be be he don't want to forget anybody and hurt anybody's feelings so he backed out of that didn't want to do that but i did find somebody else to do it and i think it's gonna that that'll be fun somebody with uh good with the credentials to do it i should say he's qualified to do it so that that should be coming um i also sat down with well, didn't sit down with coach tramner but i asked him some questions and he did text them back to me so the first question that i asked uh tramner if you guys remember mr tramner adam tramner coach tramner tranny uh, whatever you want to call him, he's the special teams coach, sticker coach. He's all that. He does it all, dude. I mean that James is lucky to have that guy. Shit, he don't get the credit he deserves. Tramner, I see you working everything you do every day. You the man. Uh, first thing I asked Tramner was, with things being somewhat back to normal, knock on wood, do you think we'll maintain solid numbers of players out for football now that we're playing back in the fall? He said, I think we will have around 20 this season, and they all have experience from last season, which will help a lot. Um, question two I asked him was, what was your favorite part of the new league? And he said, I love the fact that we can be competitive with all the teams and have a chance to make playoffs and win championships, which I agree. You know, I, and you guys know I agree. I Like I said, I'm glad that these kids are a little more they can be a little more motivated to go out and actually win a championship um question three for Travner was going off of what you know right now who is said to have a big season for Winnebago football and he just said Antrell Zayden will be huge on offense defensively 
Destin Vargas will be a big part of what we do and also Antrell and Zayden. So, Antrell and Zayden, Destin. Um, I would agree. Those two, like I said earlier, our, our bread and butter is um, the run game and feeding that A-train. But I think my sleeper this year, I'm going to go with Lucian. Lucian Decora. Um, I think he had the most receiving yards last year. Could be wrong. Don't get me. Most receiving yards, most catches, whatever. Um, and he's a senior, and he's one of our hardest working kids. Or like he just comes out and he does his job, you know. And he's he's good at it. He can be really good at it. So my sleeper this year is going to be Lucian on defense. I think he's going to be big. Um, and lastly. Tramner says, I hope we can have a couple guys step up on the O and D line to lead the way for the backs and linebackers. Love it up for Tramner. Tramner's always always looking to get on the podcast. He's always asking. So thank you, Tramner, for asking those questions. Um, like I said, I want to get more content, high school content, high school sports content, not just high school football either. So I want to like the cross country team, wrestling team, the girls golf team, the golf team, volleyball team, you know, I'm going to get more content for you guys in those areas as well as high school football. I'm not just one-sided, you know. I'm not like that. Summer recap. All right. Uh softball season winding down like I mentioned. Um like like I said earlier, it's not a full report. I'm just going to discuss a few uh one quick just going to discuss one particular incident event i guess uh and that's af's last games native af me and the boys bittersweet moment for native af on tuesday we had two makeup games and uh if we won both we could have been made a jump up to fifth place we would have tied with uh atm two line atm that's king james keith and uh jeremiah which sounds better because we could say we missed playoffs by only one spot but uh we would go and in order to do that we had to win out win the both the the two games but we would go one-on-one on the night losing a high scoring game to blue ribbon tap 23 to 18 and winning the second game against bohica 19 to 9 both games had its highs and lows which really sums up this season there were times throughout the summer where we showed that we were really good and times where we just fucking stunk it up but that's softball and another part of softball is making friends and just enjoying time with friends and family at the fields. My family jokes about living up at the fields all summer. And we say that because we're literally up there every day of the week. Monday's co-ed, Tuesday we play, Wednesday's Metro Open League, uh, Youth Night, Thursday's Youth Night, Friday's fucking another Friday League, NT play, you know, so we're up there all week. Um, But I mentioned friends family because uh tuesday was the end of an era for native af our veteran outfielder kelly lone wolf would play his last game with af he went four for eight with the strikeout i have to add and after each inning pass the last game kelly would walk out would walk back to the dugout slower and slower just soaking it in (laughs) i kept joking with him i was like i don't want it to happen do you i actually my knee was bugging me after the first couple innings of the last game so i bench myself i still batted of course you know because i that's what i do but i stayed in the dugout and every time kelly would come in i just gave him a hug right at first base and i was like it's coming bro it's coming it's like fuck why's it gotta be a hug you can't just shake my hand but uh tears were shed after the game pictures were taken 
Kelly leaves some big shoes to fill, and Kelly isn't one to brag himself up, but throughout the years that I played with him, he was always that mouthy little fast fucker with a decent glove in the outfield. But the one thing that I really liked about Bung was that he made the game fun. And if you know Kelly, he he, he would do um, men's league, used to, before I, I took over. And, you know, he just has that ability to, like, you know, make it fun. Like, he tried to change it up. And people like that, you know. They don't like things to just stay the same. And Well, some people do, I should say. But people like the effort and, like, the things that you do to make an event fun, obviously, right? I'm not going to go on about that, but... Kelly did that. He made the game fun for for me, for the the dugout, you know. And then even like when he tried to be mad, it was funny that he was mad, you know. Like, you I don't know, you you wouldn't understand. Um, and when he said he would be there, he'd be there, you know. If he said he was going to be at a tournament, he'd be at a tournament. Commitment and consistency is big in softball, and Kelly brought that. Um, Kelly uh, Kelly plans to bring the legendary team of Bad Thunder back together for another run. And we wish him the best. Thank you, Kelly, for your years of service with Native AF. I believe uh, most of our... I believe most of all our other real spit teams are playoff bound. I want to say AF is like probably the only team that didn't make it. I know a couple of Monstars finished number one in their league. Red Thunder's up there. Royals are up there. Um, I think I'm missing Pancake Batters. They had a forfeit their last game. Didn't have enough. They had not the season they were hoping for. But um, YB YB's in the playoff game They finished third in the upper Tuesday So they're going to play the one seed Who is Old Chicago I believe Which is next week um, Of course PA is going to be in Metro I mean you can't not make playoffs of four teams With your league only having four fucking teams right But I mean even if PA was in a different league I'm sure they'd be in the playoffs um, NC I believe Oh so So NC plays Friday Neiman Tolan plays Friday, and I think they're tied with um, Alcoholics, I want to say. I don't know if they're going by Alcoholics, but Alcoholics. And I actually, they actually picked me Alcoholics picked me up because they need a pitcher for that game. So if Alcoholics win, I think that pushes NT out of the playoffs. Or they tie with NT to have a play-in game for the playoffs. So that's going to be fun, right? Um, I'm going to try my best to get up and watch some playoff games. Like I said, football started. Um, and that's going to wrap it up for season one, guys. Season one for the Real Spit Podcast has been a learning experience for sure. I know from the time it takes to just sit and listen to me talk shit, uh, it seems that this would be easy, but it's actually, it's not. You know, it's time consuming. It adds to adds to one's personal overall workload. And with the family, and we just had a fucking baby with our family, you know, we... I had a baby, Adan Tate Bear. I'm not going to say his name again because I probably butchered it the first time. Um, but Marisol did really good. Um, I'm proud of her. I love you guys. Just had a baby. Um, coaching high school and junior high football. Basketball. Starting a, prod- a podcast is probably the last thing I should have done. But it's fun and it means a lot to me when you guys listen and get excited and ask for when the new real spit is dropping. So thank you guys for listening. Um, One last sponsor shout out for season one. Then I'm going to see you guys over in season two. Shout out to Officer Kenny LaPointe and the Winnebago Tribal Police Department. Click it or ticket. Buckle up. Drive sober or get pulled over. 
Um, shout out to Raise Energy. Get you mother drink motherfucking Raise. Get you a Raise up at Sioux City. Any Sioux City Science Nutrition. Um, they just come out with a new flavor. Is a rainbow. It tastes like Skittles. I like it. Not the best one yet though. I still like the Voodoo, the Mango, and the Bomb Pop. Not the Bomb Pop. The Apollo. Sorry. Drink motherfucking Raise. Um, TB Customs shoes, shirts, decals, and more. Find us on Facebook and our newest sponsor, Richie's Bat Rolling. Hit him up on on Facebook. Like I said, I'm not that guy that rolls a bat. I'm pretty sure that's cheating. You know, but if you need that bat to add the extra fucking to your game, you know, hit up Richard and get your fucking bat rolled. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys in season two. Peace. Thanks for listening to Real Spit. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review. Be sure to share the show with a friend and connect with us on Facebook. Tune in next time for more Real Spit. Real Spit.